0: Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit. Whatever the fuck that means. Hey, Andy. Hi, Chrissy. You know, I've really been debating if we should, if I should say hi, Andy, and you should say hi, Chrissy, differently each time. I don't know if it's like better to. to Okay, let's just try it really quick. Be a variety. I'll
1: start start because I want to lead how we say it. Okay. okay. Goodbye, Chrissy. (laughs)
0: Okay, I think we should just keep it the way that we normally do it.
1: Okay, so we should just switch it up every time. I got it. Okay,
0: <laughs> Andy, what the fuck's happening?
1: Um, what the fuck is happening? What was
0: your favorite workout this week?
1: My favorite workout this week. Okay, you were here for it. Oh my god. Um, I brought my <gasps> boyfriend. This is gonna be awkward if we break up, <laughs> but I brought my boyfriend <laughs> to boxing. Just if you break my- up
0: with Michael, I'll start dating him.
1: I know you will um so I can't get him out of my life either way so I'm just kind of stuck um so I took him to boxing with me first timer uh, Chrissy attended as well Cincinnati fitness boxing shout out because all of our dates are always what Michael wants to do which is I I like food but everything revolves around food or just Mm -hmm. things that he wants to do Mm -hmm. yeah and so this time we got to do it I wanted to
0: do oh yeah 90 degrees
1: <laughs> when we were doing jumps on the ledge it looked like it like my face was raining like that's how much sweat was coming off
0: I was so sweaty my favorite thing about that workout though was at the very end they had us doing some ab work and <laughs> I mean, you were you were off somewhere else but this. Michael and I were right next to each other we were doing static holds with like our chest lifted so shoulders
1: up up, head up and then feet six inches off the ground correct on our backs yeah for like an ab workout
0: so it's not a fucking joke it's no it's totally hard (laughs) so like as we're doing this you know we already done one we were getting ready to do another it's pretty quiet michael just goes this sucks and everyone around (laughs) is just like yeah it does (laughs) like it was Such a funny moment.
1: Uh, Such a community moment because we were all like, that's exactly what we're thinking. That's how I thought this girl next to me. She said it under her breath, but I heard it. He goes, squat jumps. And she goes, fuck. I know. I was (laughs) like, yes. I love that. So what was your favorite workout?
0: My favorite workout was a workout that you gave me. (laughs) So I was traveling recently and I had signed up for an Orange Theory class at the location where I was. In Canton, Ohio. And oh, I thought I you were gonna like leave it up to mystery. No. Like just like <laughs> and I just like wasn't feeling it, you know? And I was like, I don't really want to just have a joyless workout. So you were living your truth. Yeah. I texted you and I was like, I need a workout that I can do with no equipment, literally in my grandma's backyard. So you gave me a bunch of options. I chose this Tabata workout, did it in my grandma's backyard. It was so nice because I felt like a nice connection to you like you like gave me this workout I was like doing the workout that you gave me it was a beautiful day it was hot like I got a good sweat in and was it as difficult as an orange theory workout no but it was like something that I wanted to do so it was yes. like great I was like very pleased with it I added a couple of like my own little flares to it added a couple different things but those leg lifts at the end oh yeah that was no fucking joke. They'll murder you. Yeah, it was. But that, that was like a nice, like joyful workout for me. So I'm appreciative. That's great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So fitness, wellness trend. What do you want to talk about? What's so going on? we'll bring this up later today in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but I recently came across an article about. Love articles. Alcohol consumption.
0: Yeah, I don't want to talk about this. And as I take a drink of my white claw,
1: <laughs> I'm a big proponent of alcohol and I am trying to work on the whole balance thing, but we'll get there. Mm-hmm. This article stated that no amount of alcohol consumption is recommended. Um, and you'll hear more about how it's toxic. Well, who paid for, for this article? <laughs> <and> big alcohol. <laughs> and I don't know. What well, did I water d- pay for know. this alcohol? <laughs> But water cool. wants
0: to make you drink more water
1: <laughs> so that just depressed me a little bit and i think it's one of those things like trans fat super fucking bad for you like right. super fucking toxic right but that lives inside some of life's best j- joys like french fries Wait, like trans fat is in french fries
0: all french fries I don't know, like McDonald's. Okay, well, you can, but you could still have a French
1: fry without trans fat. You can't have an alcohol without alcohol. I mean, you could have a non-alcoholic beer. Shout out O'Doul's, <laughs> but Monster. I don't recommend it. <laughs> Damn it. So that was just something it's that I wanted hard to like. pill to swallow. I wanted to kind of complain about it and just kind of brush it off. Like, you know what? Thank you, scientists. You did your due diligence. I know, but. I'm going to close the book on that one and push it aside.
0: I know. I just, we'll get into this too in the episode. We kind of talk about seasons of life. And I just think sometimes there's a place for alcohol in your life. Sometimes there's not. And there will be times where it's easier to be like, yeah, no, I'm not doing it. That's not my, I'm not focusing on that. And then there are other times where it's like, Maybe it's just better for me to go out with my friends and have a drink right now. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I I would love to know the answer,
1: but I don't. Well, scientists told you. So scientists said, no, that's the answer. (laughs) Okay. Well. My... R.I.P. Yeah. (laughs) My
0: fitness wellness trend is actually somewhat related because if you are in the season of your life right now where you don't want to be mm-hmm. drinking alcohol or you can, you know, easily give that up. Something that I have been experiencing lately as is fitness as a social activity.
1: Oh yes. My, my, my favorite thing It's, it's what fits fit, just kind of, it is what fit, being fit means to me.
0: Yeah. It, it just kind of has exploded recently for me. I think a, a lot to do with this podcast. We've met mm-hmm. a lot of people through the podcast and just like, we're going to go work out with people as, like, a way to get to know people, which has been so fun. Like, shout out to Ryan at Cincy Fitness Mad. We went to title boxing with him. We did get drinks after, but it was just, like... It's about balance. Yeah, we just did a fun thing. I, Our guest today, I went to a Pilates class with her. That was the first time we hung out, and that was such a fun way to, like, get to know each other in a different setting that's not a bar or work or, I don't know, where else you ever get to know people. Um, but don't know it's just nice it's been nice for me too because i'm i'm pretty much gone every weekend right now i'm gone for the foreseeable future of weekends when you would normally like get to hang out with people so it's been nice to be like let's go to a weekday workout class or
1: whatever yes so it's such a good way to bond yeah. and you struggle through all that pain together and you're like yeah. wow that was fucking tough right and you have something to bond over rather than what vodka they use in your vodka soda
0: yeah exactly so yeah listeners Yet again, a plea to work out with us. Work out with
1: us. Come do stadium stairs with me.
0: I can't <laughs> do that right now. I have plantar fasciitis. Sorry.
1: Guys, the season is ending. The season for stairs is ending. Yikes.
0: Okay, wild card. This is a racy, 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 racy wild card. Racy. When you work out, Andy, do you wear underwear or do you go commando?
1: So, I already know Chrissy's answer to this, which is what inspired the question. <laughs> um, recently, really, I, a I was a big opponent of <laughs> wearing underwear. I had, like, special, like, fabric underwear. Was it
0: full butt or a thong?
1: Um, I have a couple full butt, but mostly thong. Just because leggings are fucking tight. Like, they show your shit. They are tight, yes. it's <laughs> The point of a <laughs> legging. But recently uh-huh. i've been going without especially how do you feel um you know i just like i i think it's more of like a laziness factor uh-huh. like it's just easier to like just put the pants on and not have to worry about another piece of clothing double layers yeah right so and a, a lot of things that i am doing are like by myself in the morning so like mm. even if i have like a camel toe like i'm not worried about it oh no camel toe is in like, no no oh I think
0: so I'm into a camel toe okay
1: listeners camel toes yes or no
0: hot I think
1: all right Chrissy so how do you feel about underwear (laughs) I don't wear them yeah okay well that was made very clear by your stance on camel toes yeah no not a fan
0: live your truth yeah so
1: you know yeah sometimes underwear sometimes not
0: yeah that's an overwhelming theme that we're about to get into so let's get to our guest Our guest today wants to show you that health tastes good and feels good too. She is a self-proclaimed foodie, personal chef, an integrative nutrition health coach, and has a fitness nutrition specialization certification. So you know she's legit. Her Instagram feed is constantly making my mouth water. I'm looking at you raw salted chocolate bars. And not only can she cook, but she's also a kick-ass fitness coach. You can find her at Moto Yoga, making your legs shake at a bar class and at Orange Theory Fitness Newport as their head coach motivating and optimizing your weightlifting form. All that health and fitness stuff aside, she's a big Beyonce fan, which makes her number one in my book. Please welcome Ellen Whitney.
2: Hey, Ellen. Hi, Ellen.
1: How's it going? So tell me just a little quick snippet about this Beyonce uh, fandom.
2: (laughs) Um, So I became a fan at the ripe age of five years old. Destiny's Child.
1: Whoa. Okay, wow. You're really committed. I was more like Spice Girls. Well, I let me it. just
2: tell you, I didn't see her in concert until a month ago. Mm.
1: You went to the Columbus one, right?
2: Well, first I went to Philly. Oh. And oh. I didn't quite remember <laughs> as many details as I would have liked on my first Beyonce experience. Fair. Maybe so, a big preak. you just a little too excited when the pregame. I specifically said before the concert, I'm like, this is my first time seeing them. I got to stay sober enough to remember every detail from start to finish. And then, you know, the next morning came and I was just like,
0: wait, what happened there in the middle? <laughs> it's like when you go in with the agenda of like, I've got to remember It's the time See, that you I don't. See, I was
1: different. Like, I went in and I was just like, whatever happens, happens. Like, somebody will tell me it's good. <laughs> but I remember being
2: giddy like a child. Like, I remember when they first walked out, I was like... Ee! <laughs> like shaking my hands and I remember dancing nonstop the entire time but the details were fuzzy in the middle okay. so I had to go again in Columbus
1: that's that's fair that's fair
2: no, best she's decision amazing. ever to see her a second time because it was phenomenal she's yeah I
1: mean it was unreal yeah, yeah she's life-changing well
0: I'm doing amazing today because I just ate one of these what are
2: these Ellen what's in front of me they are vegan double chocolate sweet potato muffins
0: okay don't be fooled by the sweet potato these things were or the vegan yeah
1: or D- all that other oh yeah i didn't even like you
0: know. catch on to that but these are dank as fuck it's like a fudge
1: bomb in your mouth it smells like a chocolate candle in here so it's, i'm game. it was i'm on board so
0: good they're i just mean stare i hate
2: me. to say it i hate the word but moist is what <gasps> makes these muffins the shit i'm like <laughs> okay
1: uh, you can tell, like they look soft. moist. like they have like it's like after you put on your makeup like in the morning like that 3 p.m you look in the mirror and you're like have an oily face that's what these muffins look like, but like in but the like best way. like in a good possible. way. <laughs> yeah, not like it hey, oh yeah. Don't make that <laughs> not face. Not a, like an oil like, face. <laughs> I'm trying to have people picture it. When you picture moist, I would please name <laughs> the three top things that come to your mind: chocolate cake. All oh, right, okay. go to
2: my blog, HealthTastesGood.co, <laughs> yeah. and you'll see some great pictures and the recipe for these muffins.
0: Yes, for sure. Wait, throw out that blog again.
2: HealthTastesGood.co, no m. <laughs>
1: Actually, I was looking at your blog today and one of the questions that I had for you um, because I am obsessed with bloggers and I actually, that's part of my nine to five job is working with bloggers. Who or what inspired you to start one? Yeah, this is
0: like
2: such a great first question. Like give us the
1: skinny on how you got into this. So
2: my Favorite food bloggers are what's Gabby cooking. Oh good. This is my other question.
1: So also oh my gosh. love her. Love
2: her personality. So I'm sorry to jumping ahead. Um and then half baked harvest. So Tegan oh. Gerard. I mean her pictures are, are just are beautiful. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um but I so I've kind of been doing this for a while. Um I actually wrote an online cookbook several years ago with I co-wrote it with another woman, Natalie Hodson. I saw that. Yeah. Oh my God. she's, she's cool. <laughs> 500 times the size of me she's a huge blogger now um, but we actually co-wrote a cookbook and then I was just posting everything on Instagram and I was finally like I hate typing all these recipes and comments yeah. and then I go back to it and I can never find it right and so I was like I'll just start a blog and it took me probably a year to get it off the ground because I'm technology challenged mm-hmm. and now my blogs out there and I kind of went on a blogging hiatus for a while but I'm determined To start blogging regularly again that's
0: awesome so for everyone listening who hasn't been to your blog yet it's is it mostly vegan recipes or do you do a little bit of
2: everything so right now it's mostly vegan recipes um and I have a whole if you hear vegan and you're turned off I have a whole philosophy on why I'm vegan and I promise I'm not the traditional vegan um I can't wait to hear (laughs) And it's a lot of baked goods, honestly, because Mm. most of my everyday meals are like boring as crap. same. So like if you look at my blog, you're like, oh, this girl's not really not that healthy. All she eats is sugar, you know, but it's like if you're going to eat dessert, like make it healthier. Yeah. That's my point. And like health tastes good. Healthy foods can taste good. You just have to be a little creative.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So how did you get into nutrition
2: to begin with?
0: Or where did the interest come from?
2: Okay, so I've always loved food. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom's Armenian. Cheers. So I grew up in an Armenian household where food is basically the center of the culture. Yeah. Um, and I was also a competitive swimmer, so I... Me too! Really? Yeah. For who? In high school. Oh, okay. In grade school. Yeah. Like since I was little. Yeah. I guess I like made it sound like it was way better than it was, but... Oh my gosh. What did so you so swim? I swam from third grade through... The end of my junior year of high school, I swam for my high school, and then I swam year round for the Northern Kentucky Clippers. Yeah. Um,
0: no, my my similar. I swam like started in like third grade, and then went through high school, and then had like a different league where I swam yeah. year round.
2: Oh yeah. Um. So I was an endurance swimmer. The mile, the 400, 200 butterfly was actually my specialty. That is. Terrible. I got screwed on every practice. Whether it was specialty, I had to do butterfly. If it was sprinters versus endurance, I had to do endurance. <laughs>
0: Uh, I, did, I did the 500, like the 200 and the 500 okay. free was yeah. like where I got in. But the 500 was my best event.
2: Yeah. So you're an endurance person
0: yeah. too. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Sometimes I can still get to that mindset on the rower if we have like a long. I hate, I hate rowing. <laughs> I've, I've said this before. I've said it a million times. Preach. I hate rowing. And especially like a thousand meters or something crazy right. like that. But sometimes I can like tap into that kind of endurance place where you're like, I'm going I'm going I feel strong I'm not slowing down and I feel like not that's kind of like how sprinters have those like fast twitch muscles about them I think that endurance people have like that other thing that I don't know what's called about them I think they're actually called
2: slow twitch muscle fibers
0: (laughs) that's why you're the expert they twitch
2: slow and steady to get you through
0: makes perfect sense
2: yeah um so, yeah, I, can, I can't sprint to save my life. I mean, that's actually why I got into OTF, but we can get to yeah, that yeah, later. Yeah, we'll but I that, literally yeah. cannot sprint to save my life. So, anyway, back to swimming. Yeah. I had morning practice before school, 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. Right after school, 3.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. Had practice plus dry land, which is yeah. lifting and stuff. Yeah. So, I'm working out anywhere from two to five hours a day. Right. Could literally eat whatever I wanted and was skinny as a rail. <sighs> Then of course they went to college and um Had some four I, locos. <laughs> a couple four locos and Chick-fil-A sandwiches yeah. later. Actually at UGA they call it the freshman thirty because their um the dining halls are, are so, good. so good. Like southern food. Mm. Um and then all I was doing was running because like all I'd ever been was really cardio based mm-hmm. and I just quickly learned like you can't keep up with that. Yeah. And so then I started being like paying attention to nutrition and being mm-hmm. like, I still want to eat my favorite foods, but I want to make them taste good. Right. So we started playing with it, but then it wasn't until I started training with a strength coach and he had me counting macros. Um, oh, yeah. I'm and I was into following this. if it fits your macros. Yeah. Okay. And that's actually how my Instagram got started too, was I would post a recipe every single day. Like I'd make like low main or something and put like the exact measurements of what I used to fit my macros yes. that day for yes. this meal. Yes. Um, and I started doing it, and like took off, but it was all kind of like random recipes. There's how nothing. did you to back up that? Like, how did you get a strength coach? Was that just like off? Like how? I, um, <laughs> so how that happened? <laughs> I had a friend in college who had. She was powerlifting, and Whoa. for me, just like seeing her, be, I mean, she was like a natural powerlifter. She went from being overweight, doing nothing, to being like a powerlifting champion. It was yeah. crazy. And she was training with this guy, and I was like, well, I want to learn to lift. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know that I want to power lift, but yeah. I kind of want to learn. And it turns out, I had no idea. I knew nothing about this world, and he was a bodybuilding coach. So, like, got it. trained people for, like, bikini yeah. and figure shows yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And I just knew nothing about this world. I was mm-hmm. like, I just want to learn to lift. I want to build muscle. Like, basically right. told him what I wanted my body to look like. Yeah. And he, like, gave me these programs. and. It freaking worked. And it was like a carver of your body. Literally. It's insane. And at this point, before I started working with him, I was under the mindset of like, less food is better. More cardio is better. Oh, yeah. No carbs is better. Oh, I've been there for sure. (laughs) Yeah. The first week I worked with him, he cut all of my cardio and I was doing cardio every single day. Yeah. And he made me eat, I think it was 140 grams of carbs a day, which is not that much. But to me... But to me right now, like how I eat, that sounds insane. Yeah. Not insane, but more than I would have. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, like I couldn't fit the grams. I didn't even know what was a carb anymore because i (laughs) had been avoiding them for so long. (laughs) I forget what a carb is. I literally remember going, I kept overeating on my protein and he kept being like, why don't you get this like stop yeah. eating so much protein have a sweet
0: potato like yeah have a rice
2: I literally remember going to the store and buying one of those square boxes of raisins and being like raisins are carbs I'll just eat raisins all the oh time my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I mean true like what would he say about that it's just like sugar you need like complex carbs I mean he didn't care so it was if, if it's your macro so it was like if do, I like, wanted McDonald's, tart. I yeah. could eat it, but all I could have the rest of the day was, like, celery. And right. That now. was the right. <laughs>
1: biggest, like, issue with – I remember that, and that was just, like, so huge. And that like, mm-hmm. hashtag was everywhere you Oh, it my about. God. Yeah. And that was just – I just didn't understand it, and I couldn't – I, it, Like, it still gets under my skin. Like, when I oh, yeah. see people, like – shoving like six pop tarts into a pint of ice cream and they're like oh my god seriously. fuck yeah i got like two thousand calories left and i'm yeah. like that's not health oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, that is not sustainable so we and would- I understand a lot of those people are because they're working towards a certain goal whether it's bikini or whatever mm-hmm. maybe but i just i cannot wrap my head around it and i don't i also don't understand how it works
2: yeah Well, I can tell you about it if you want. (laughs) want. (laughs) But like, so yeah, that was part of the shift, like how I got to be where I am now. Like I was brainwashed for maybe, not brainwashed. I mean, my coach was all good intentions. I just, personally, I had no desire to compete in Mm -hmm. any way. Like I didn't even know what that world was. And I got into it for a while, started getting that mindset. Like, you know, it's whoever you surround yourself with. I met so many people and they were all competing. And I was like, yeah, maybe I'll do this. And Mm -hmm. then I was like. The thought of getting on stage in a bikini for the sole purpose of someone to judge my body yeah, it's a lot. is like it's a lot. the worst thought ever. Yeah. Well, I think it's a good lesson in
0: just the evolution that you have to take with how you're eating and like what works for you. And for so sure. like when I started kind of on my nutrition healthy path, kind of same with you in college, I was just like eat less do more cardio. And then I got introduced to paleo. And so then I was like super strict paleo for a while. And then that was like, okay, well, what, what can I like take from this diet and incorporate it with something else? Like it took me years, like years to figure out what works well for my body and like how I can tweak it and how I can like make it fit with my goals. So it's like the first
2: thing that you stumble upon that might get you into fitness and nutrition doesn't have to be the thing that you die by. Oh, for sure. Like my fitness and nutrition philosophy has evolved so much. Yeah. I think that's great. It's just like anything else in life. Like you're not going to stay the same
0: year year to year.
2: And like, that's the biggest thing I learned from my health coaching school is like bio-individuality. So when I am health coaching people, you know, and the people are so stuck on a certain way, like I have to do keto or I have to go to cycling six days a week or I'm not going to get these results and blah, blah, blah. And it's like. I understand being in that it's hard mindset. to break that it's hard pattern. to break it like until you're willing and to accept new or mm-hmm. other information like you will not break down those walls of someone else I know I'm just kind of recently I'm like I need to have a serious
0: conversation with my relationship with cardio I think we need to break up I've been
2: meaning to talk to you about that <laughs>
0: <laughs> but even when I like talk to myself and I'm you know reading all these things listening to other pe- other like women who are just lifting or uh, you know doing some cardio mm-hmm. just definitely less than what i'm doing right now i'm like oh i want to be there oh i want to be there and then like something's like but you should go to cycle bar at
2: 6am tomorrow <laughs> 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 i need a health coach i, <laughs> I coach. think like it is it's a hard mindset so i'll tell you that first week and like the, the first month or two with my coach i was terrified i was like he's cutting my cardio he's making me eat carbs raisins right. yeah and um <laughs> i was like i'm gonna blow up like a balloon yeah. but let me tell you i started steadily losing weight immediately and not that I was trying to lose weight i was skinny fat at this time mm-hmm. but like seeing pounds come off obviously but not strong right and I didn't have muscle tone like I was Mm -hmm. small but like I wasn't fit yeah and um and then I got to be my tightest smallest self from doing cardio one day a week and it was five 20 second sprints on the bike wow so it was like two minutes of work and like I'd have recovery in between so it's like a total of like 15 minutes or something but like insane and I never would have and I was reverse dieting at the time which is slowly increasing your calories while you're losing weight and I was just amazed at my body and I would never have believed that that could work until I saw it happen to myself and I had to get over that fear Mm -hmm. to do it and like that's like kind of it's the lesson for life you'll never know unless you try yeah
0: (laughs) that's very true so once
2: you got away from the kind of if it's your macros piece where was the next step for you so the next step was kind of a crazy downward spiral. Mm. Um, <laughs> Those are also a part of the journey. I heard this too once that like your fitness
0: journey is not linear. Right. At oh, all. for sure. Which I, that was kind of like an epiphany for me when it was like, oh my gosh, like you're going to
2: make progress and you're maybe like going to stall or you're maybe even go backward and then sure. do something different. And then it's like the other thing to remind yourself is that like being super lean doesn't mean you're fit. Like, oh, yeah. those bodybuilders and stuff, like, yes, props to them. They have incredible dedication and everything like yeah. that. But you asked them to run for a minute. Like, they couldn't do it. Right. And, like, that's and it's something. And they stage ready for, like, a day. Yeah. And then. Oh, for sure. And, like, to me now, fitness. I'll get back to your question. <laughs> to me now, fitness is I just, I don't remember like, what it was. It's fine. <laughs> that's why I love. That's why I respect – I won't say I love it. I respect CrossFit so much because you look at those people, they're in cardio shape. They can move their body in handstands. They can lift crazy amounts of weights. Like, they're athletes. Totally. And, like, for me, that's, like, how I got away from pure bodybuilding was because I wanted to feel like an athlete again where, Mm -hmm. like, I could do all kinds of things. Yeah. 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 So – how I got away from if it fits your macros. So after college, I started. I had interned with Target as a logistics executive, uh-huh. and did you my, do any like health or fitness stuff? In, no, no, okay. and I'm regretting that. Yeah, hardcore. Yeah. Um, live <laughs> I have a business degree. Um, I was in it this was like crazy business program at UGA, mm-hmm. and we were like brainwashed students and. Anyway, I keep saw no other. the cults away from Ellen because she's clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I join them for a while yeah. and then I bust through
1: yeah. them. So if you want to keep your cult intact, yeah. also stay away. From yeah.
2: Um, so I went into my full time job. I had interned with them throughout my senior year, and then I went straight into my job. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was still doing my crazy lifting regimen and if it fits your macros and. I was so stressed and like the adaptation from going from college with all your friends to working full time. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Like yeah. terrible. Those 18 months were the worst, worst time of my life.
0: I feel the exact same way. Like I do not remember 2011. Oh my God. Because because the worst. I just blacked out like every single weekend. It I was, was like terrible. depressed yes. and
2: just so for a while I just held on to the control of my food and my mm-hmm. fitness. Like yeah. I was the strictest I'd ever been. I actually started doing a couple photo shoots so yeah. I would like be on my normal routine and then diet hard for a month. Like we he'd right. almost like do a little like peak week kind of stuff yeah, so for bodybuilding like, out and like yeah. yeah. And so I was like the smallest I'd ever been and I was so pumped but it was really like the only thing I had to be happy about in my uh, life right then. Yeah. I was in the middle of Georgia. Nowhere Georgia. Like no friends. No family. It was <laughs> terrible. I hated yeah. my job. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. So you yeah. have to like cling to something.
2: For sure. And then after a string of photo shoots and then I went into Q4 with Target mm-hmm. Holidays oh, and it was yeah. just like even worse. And I just like was like I can't do this anymore. Like I'm so stressed. I have to release the stress of like counting and weighing every piece of my food like something's got to go yeah but I did it the wrong way I just went crazy with like binging Mm -hmm. on sugar like I'm a big stress eater and Mm -hmm. I just I went crazy yeah and then like between stress and I was drinking (laughs) there was a Starbucks in the target that I was at and I was drinking yeah oh yes (laughs) and I made sure that I became good friends with those people
0: (laughs) but I also think
2: you can correct me if I'm wrong Former
0: Target employee, like they put crack cocaine in at Starbucks. That's specific to Target purchasing.
2: I mean, they must, right? <laughs> because you like walk in there. Get I a think they fed it to like... me too because I worked there, and I would still be like,
0: "How about this? I need cart? this cardigan that I absolutely
2: don't need. I need this piece of jewelry that I absolutely will never wear. I need this pair of shoes." <laughs> like, oh yes. <laughs> Um, And also, it didn't help the habit that anytime I'd walk by, they'd give me a shot of whipped cream. They'd be like, they just knew how much I loved whipped cream. (laughs) They'd be like, hey, Ellen, you want a shot? They would literally give me the espresso shot glasses with whipped cream in it. Oh, that's when you See, you were really. (laughs) and like yo yeah and like i i was actually so depressed that like i would use sugar throughout the day to make me happy Mm. at work because like otherwise my attitude was going to get me fired like my performance wasn't but my attitude surely was so
0: you know there needs to be a change yeah Yeah. oh
2: so why (laughs) i brought up starbucks i was drinking two quad shots from them a day so eight shots of espresso a day oh and i was still tired my god yes so amongst all of this like health had gone by the wayside. I gave myself adrenal fatigue. Oh, so yeah. between like all the stimulation between the coffee and the sugar and the yeah. stress, just like constant, constant, constant. Then like when I finally got my shit together with my diet again though, like my hormones were out of whack mm-hmm. and I was just, I had gained a lot of weight, but then like the hormonal stuff made me gain more weight. Yeah, And hormones then the weight known to come off. Yeah, <laughs> And so that's when I was kind of like, whoa, something's gotta give. Mm-hmm. Um, At that point, though, I went to, I started going, looking at like the keto diet and stuff like that, Um, just because it's like all the rage and so many people talking about fasting and I tried fasting and whoo, does not work for me. Yeah. How did you do it? So how did you like time your
0: fasting? Right now I'm like really into time-restricted eating. Like intermittent fasting? Yeah, pretty much. So like I'm trying to like stop eating at a certain time at night so then it's, over the nighttime so you're not For sure like dying yeah and then to like pick a time in the morning where you start again so it's like a you know 15 hour window
2: or whatever yeah but so how are you doing it um kind of like that yeah. I actually I mean even now to this day I accidentally intermittent fast a lot just yeah. because like I teach in the morning and then maybe I go work out and it's just it ends up being a lot of time that goes by. Yeah. But I kept hearing about people that would fast for like 20 or 24 hours yeah. and they were like the mental
1: clarity I know. is amazing. Right. Can I quickly interject? Please. Please. Let you know that Joel McHale TV star fasts three to four times a week.
0: No, I know people
1: No, that's re- that's just, that's so stupid. That's so fucking stupid. I, I don't, I don't want to hear about the benefits. Please don't write in or no, DM I mean, us with the benefits there, because.
0: There are, like you can't ignore that. For some people it so, works. So you're so going like, to
1: enjoy food three days a week. Yeah. So
0: this
2: is like what I kept hearing, like people but like this and not I'm just like. anything. No, not for you, but for some people it works. It does. I mean, bio-individuality. Yeah, so like yeah. it, anyway, so I tried it and it does not work for me. Yeah. Like I, oh my God the mental clarity what like mental fog crankiness yeah fatigue you're hangry terrible um so anyway yeah then i just went back to the being unsmart and like trying the low carb stuff and Mm -hmm. where i shifted to like actually being true health focused because at that point i was like gotta get the weight off gotta get the weight off yeah um
1: and that's what you're led to believe you're led to believe that these like super quick like crash diets and tons of running and tons of Oh, yeah. Burning X amount of calories is how you do it. For sure. And and even like I'd been trained for four years right, before that's
2: that's, against this philosophy. And, and I was still back like in a it. desperate time yeah. willing to what, go against what I knew. That's
1: what you revert back to. If you, I mean, if you were to go on the Internet right now, 90% of the first things that you come across are going to lead you to believe that same thing.
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it's
1: getting better, but. I, I agree. But, but like, yeah. I, I am absolutely floored when I still hear, hear females be like, oh, I just don't want to get bulky. Oh, I'm like from lifting. What the
2: fuck? Somebody said that to me in my orange like, theory class yesterday, and I like was
0: it an like all an older person that did you hear? No, I didn't. Oh. But I'm
1: just assuming it has to be someone older It was. Older that's it was not an like, older woman. But and- I'm just like, have you ever picked up a fucking magazine like over the past five <laughs> right, years? Right. That's right. That's
2: why I think like she's not consuming. Like, she was literally. Media. I mean. <laughs> I don't like to make fun of people and I'm no, not making fun no, no, of her, no. but she was using 15 pound weights for rowing like back rows. And I was like, girl, you are flying through that. You are so much stronger than that. And she yeah. goes, I don't want big arms. And I was like, well, first of all, we're working your back. <laughs> uh- <laughs> Second of all, don't worry. <laughs> and then I started to give her the crash course on lifting. And she just kept looking at me. She was, I mean, she went to pick up heavier weights, but then she was shaking her head. Like, I don't want, I don't want to be, have a bulky upper body. And, this girl's like bigger to begin with, and I was yeah. like, actually, this is gonna make you smaller. Like, yeah. this is gonna make you tighter. And she just like would not believe me. And I, was I just, know. It's
1: no, crazy. I had a woman like that in my class, and she was flying through her reps. She yeah. was using like two pounds, and I was like, "Hey, bitch, <laughs> we're gonna have to increase those." Yeah. And she was flying through things, and I was like, "Maybe we should, you know, get you some heavier weight." She's like, "Oh no, no." That's one thing no, I no, love no. about
0: your coaching style at Orange Theory is like, you are one of the few that will come up to people and be like you're doing this wrong like yeah. you've, I mean you've done to me They're like hey can I like you should
2: you know engage this part of your body more or like whatever it is and I'm like oh thank you great like right I mean that's like I just wish more people would appreciate that because yeah. that's why we're there like we're your right. coach it's- we're your personal trainer yeah. like I'm not doing this to bother you like yeah. it's less work for me to not come talk to you I can, but like I'm to more, help you.
1: I'm more offended especially in a yoga class because I know that I'm not good at yoga, and so if I'm doing something and I can just like feel that it's not right, yeah, I am more bothered at the fact that no one is coming over, yeah, to, like adjusting to pay attention yeah. to me because I'm like yeah. I don't know how to fix it, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's not going to fix itself. Well, do you how that would thing-
0: form in your like iron hour classes at Moto or bar? Or is it um
2: of of so iron hour? I pretty much cue the whole time, like, mm-hmm. and if someone's doing something right. dangerous. I will correct them. I don't – I'm not hands-on the same way I am, like, if I teach a moto class Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. they're hot, they're sweaty, they've got weights. Like, it just becomes, like – And I guess the weights are, like, not that heavy where – Yeah, it just becomes, like, a whole other element with, like, arms and weights flying. And and that's a little different than just your
1: standard yoga. Oh, for sure. You know, the moves we use in that class, I think, are a little more basic because you do have weights and you can't do the most complicated moves. But
2: I totally get what you're saying because when I was new to yoga – And actually the stressful time is what led me to yoga. Um, Like I needed, I needed someone to adjust me so I could feel how it's supposed to feel. So then I could get into the shape on my own. Like I didn't know what I'm supposed to feel at first. Right. If you've never done it. any
1: Fitness class in general. Like when I'm looking around and I see people, you know, doing like a bicep curl, like wildly wrong. I'm like, (laughs) is Like I'm, I can't
0: go up. You to You had corrected my bicep form the other day. You're, I think you said something. I about, held like, he, your elbows. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And oh, that's my favorite. Oh my
0: gosh, it was such such a difference. It and you like, just you've, completely
1: my bicep.
2: Yeah,
0: which is what we should be working.
2: So yeah. Yeah. But
1: like, it's not like I'm gonna tap my neighbor. Like, hey, you look dumb. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's like the instructor, and when yeah. they don't,
2: it's just lazy. It's just lazy on the instructor's yeah. part. Well, it's
1: lazy, or it's just they're too focused on what they're doing. Or something else that's sure. not too many people. But. And honestly, that's yes. one of the things
2: I love about Orange Theory. And at Moto. like with yoga, we don't do the class with you. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's great as an instructor. Like, if that's your only time to work out, it's so awesome you can get your workout in. Yeah. But, like, for people that are paying a premium, yeah. like, I can't do the workout with you if you want to get the best experience. Like, like especially when you're lifting and yes. things. Like, I think cycling's different. Like, right. you're not going to come adjust yes. someone right, on, right, right. on yes. a bike. Right.
0: But. but I like today, too. I took Ellen's Orange Theory class this morning, and we had essentially what I think of like a kettlebell swing. Yeah. What do they call them, though, at Orange Theory?
2: Um, Half squat swings. Half
0: squat <laughs> swings. But you have like a dumbbell. It's like a kettlebell swing with a dumbbell. So you're using, obviously, like your hips, your glutes, like your lower body, and you're like, everyone should have at least 20 pounds. And I think people sometimes need to hear that yeah. and like call it out because it's so easy to just be like, oh, I'm going to be raising my arm, so I need...
2: You're like no, it should come from. Or your they legs. try like, to like bicep curl it up, like mm-hmm. they just like squat and then yeah. like curl the weight. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> no but see, and
1: that's why you're there. Yeah. yeah. To be like, what are you doing? For sure. Yeah. Let's fix this.
0: Yeah. Okay, so you are at Target. You're taking shots of whipped cream. <laughs> you got into the yoga to help my with life. the stress, adrenal <laughs> fatigue.
2: Oh, you went back and you were reverted back yes. to kind of like your okay, old. Okay, so I started doing that, and then I hadn't fixed myself, but I. Got the opportunity, um, this guy that I had met in college, like we'd hung out a couple times, he Mm -hmm. randomly called me, asked me to come live with his parents at their beach house for the summer and be their live-in chef and trainer.
1: What? Can you just back up really <laughs> quick. Uh, so that doesn't randomly happen. It I'm randomly gonna, happened, no, I swear. No. Ellen, there had to be some some preface to it. That well, he to... knew that
2: you were like into He kn- like we had I had not talked to him in months since like the last time he'd been down for a Georgia football game or something. But
1: what what were your what was your your current State of Union at the time he last saw you. State
2: of Union. <laughs>
1: um, we might have been more than friends, but I, think not I really I more understand. than friends. Oh, also, some I'm guy that I kind of know. <laughs> classic. Yeah. But no, no you're currently <laughs> really, in State of Union but with, your really. body, with your body.
2: Oh, wait. What, when so I like, knew him?
1: The last time you saw him.
2: Oh, very fit. Okay. Very so, fit. Let's, so he
1: has the yeah, idea so that that's, she's not taking that's shots. That's less the random brain. than yeah. <laughs> you taking shots of whipped cream <laughs> and then this guy calling you like, Hey Ellen, I just feel like you'd be a good friend. But really yeah. though, I had hard. not
2: spoken to him in six months or more. Get a random text one night, like as I'm dreading going to bed and waking up for work the next right. day. <laughs> and going to have um, 17 coffees. It's like, Hey, like my parents are looking for this at their beach house this summer. Like, would you be interested? And my first thought is like, uh, no, I've got a job. Like yeah, I right. can't take this right. time off. And then I started thinking about it and I'm like, like, I hate my job. Like yeah. why not? And good for you. I took um, a personal leave of absence, my work. They actually, when I told my my boss and I were actually really good friends at this yeah. point, but I still couldn't tell him what I was actually doing. And I think he was really worried about me. Like, I think he thought I had, like, had cancer or something. <laughs> like, that that's terrible to joke about. No, but, like, I was like, I need to go away to so. for six to eight weeks. So, mm-hmm. and I can't tell you why. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, he was yeah. probably worried. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he was probably worried. Um, Gotta so, Got to anyway. employment laws, though, protection. <laughs> right? I mean, they couldn't ask questions. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. a personal leave of absence. Right. Right. And that's, like, the good and bad thing about Target is, like, so much employment regulation that like Mm -hmm. i was entitled to so much yeah no it worked it worked in your favor so you
0: lived at it i'm just like picturing this like gorgeous so i lived on
2: baldhead island which is off the coast of north carolina there are no cars on the island so i parked my car at the ferry ferried over and then i had a beach cruiser with a basket on the front or a golf cart where you to like go to the market each yeah, day to say
0: where you went to the farmer's market and had like a French baguette.
2: Yeah. Yes. And so
1: she wasn't eating carbs. Yeah. No, but she's cooking for someone else. So, <laughs>
2: um, so this is where my perception on carbs changed. So I get there and everything goes great for like the first like eight or 10 days. Cause I had full control. His wife's the one, his wife is the, uh, so, the parents, mm-hmm. his wife is the one that hired me because uh-huh. um, the husband is like morbidly overweight, mm-hmm. like, and getting older, like, yeah. they're w- very worried about him. Yeah. So, we talked through everything that's gonna happen, and she was like planning some parties or something. So, she uh, was like distracted for like the first week and a half that I was there. So, I had full control, like, feeding him his meals, talking to him, seeing about how did you know where to even start? in hindsight i should have asked a lot more questions
0: but sometimes it's the best to just be thrown into it it's like i'm going to sink or swim
2: yeah so i had like he was so chill the the dad was yeah. so chill like he and i just got along great and he was a very influential man so he just had a lot of great stories yeah and um so i was there with my friend and then his dad and then the wife or the mom was off planning our parties or something Mm -hmm. anyway so the first like eight days or something he loses like 12 pounds like oh wow so you look like a hero oh yeah yeah and like he's raving about my food and just like
1: what uh like not meal plan but kind of diet culture are you following at this point so at
2: this point i was feeding him somewhat low carb um, okay because like that's what they were accustomed to that's kind of what they wanted that's okay. what they believed and at this point i'm on the low carb train. So I'm
0: yeah like, yes and not know? that low carb can't work
2: for sure for sure
0: yeah it's your um, body like it's everyone's yeah. different
2: what's what's the word bio Bio-ind- bio individuality that's yeah, my new three days <laughs> of fasting that's
0: my new favorite bio
2: individuality except for fasting.
0: It's kind of like live your truth, but basically. Yeah, you More said scientific. that to me the other day and I was like,
2: "Yes, I'm living my truth." With yeah. <laughs> the apple cider vinegar, which Oh, we'll, the apple cider we'll about, vinegar. We'll oh, about, yes. We'll um so anyway, so it's going great and then like the parties are over and then like the w- the wife like tuned back into me and like s- there's a whole backstory to this. I'm going to yeah. give you the very yeah. short version. She basically Gets very jealous and crazy Uh, because he likes my food. He's losing weight, which she hired me to do. Right, right. And because ultimately she didn't work. Like ultimately the kitchen was her domain before. Uh Makes sense. Basically starts sabotaging me. Like feeding him extra food. And like I had talked to him about cutting out alcohol because they live in a vacation spot. They're retired. Happy hour starts at 1 p.m. every day, you know. Sounds great. And I'm like. Like there's a place for alcohol in your life, but yes. this initial way to get off, you can't be drinking three bottles of wine a day. Yes, you yeah. just can't. Yeah, and <laughs> right. you can't. So anyway, um, I just remember then like she started just going crazy mm-hmm. on me, like totally psycho stuff that you would just not even believe for oh, another time. I'm just like
0: picturing like Nip Tuck where she like puts like mercury just, like, poison
2: in that girl. Oh God. <laughs>
0: Am going too far? And <laughs> so
2: then I just remember this the moment, the turning point for me was when I, like, had, to, like, emailed her the menu and the calorie and nutrition breakdown of everything we were going to have that day. That's a lot of work. It was a lot of work. Yeah. And I will never live with someone again because basically you work <laughs> all day. Like, you get up and make breakfast. Then you've got to be thinking about shopping, preparing lunch. Yeah, you are their personal chef. And you by the time you clean chef. up, like, dinner's got to get started. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um. But then... So I remember I like for the salad, it said 10 grams of carbs next to it. And it was like, yeah, lettuce is a carb. Yeah. Tomatoes are a carb. Right. Like these things are carbs. They're healthy carbs, yes. but they are carbs nonetheless. And she wrote back the nastiest email from upstairs. Oh. Um, like, Ellen, why don't you understand? He can't have 10 carbs at dinner and blah, 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 blah. i like yelling at me oh for gosh. feeding him this salad with 10 carbs. And I'm like, this salad's the size of his head and yeah. it's going to keep him full for right. like minimal calories. And that's what he told me he wanted, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and she just would have rather him, me feed him meat and cheese and egg what she would have been doing like she just wanted you to right. cook because it was low carb <laughs> yeah. but like she was just like and I was like so what do you want and she was just like I don't know figure it out and I'm just like mm. all right here's your one carb dinner a uh, steak and cheese and eggs like and to me at that point I was just like this is not health yeah discipline. like yeah and that is the turning point for me like yeah. looking at that and seeing the way she reacted and like I was just like, whoa, this is not health. And so as soon as I got home from that trip, I think literally that night, mm-hmm. I watched the documentary Food Matters. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen that one, I don't think. It I thought you were going to say forks over knives. I actually hadn't seen that until like way later. I saw yeah. so many before. I'd always heard about it. Yeah. Okay. But at this point, I was actually anti-vegan. Like any vegan I had ever met preached to me, like yeah. preach, 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 push right. it on me. And I was just like, anytime... Anytime anyone forces something hard on me, I shut down regardless. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you on
0: that.
2: Yeah. And so I saw Food Matters, and to me, like, my mind was blown. Mm -hmm. Like, not only can a plant-based diet prevent disease, but it can reverse the progression once it's been initiated in your body. Yeah. And at that moment, like, literally that night, I was like, all right, I'm going to go plant-based. But then I was like – okay, if I want, like, a burger or a steak, because I was a straight-up carnivore before. Yeah. Like, if I'm out and I want that, like, I'm going to let myself have it. Um, Kind of like an, maybe like an 80-20 for situation, sure. 90-10. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then I, since that day, I have not had a bite of meat. Whoa! Yeah. How long ago was that? Um. Oh, my God. August is just three years.
1: Wow. Have not you easy. craved it?
2: No. And that was my thing. Like, I thought. If I crave it? If I crave it, I'm going to eat it. You're not going to
0: say no to yourself. You're not going to, like, restrict yourself. Right. Yeah.
2: And, but I think, so, like, after that, I also started doing more research, too. Like, Mm -hmm. it wasn't just this one documentary, like, end all, be all. And I read the China study, which is Mm -hmm. Colin Campbell's, like, the most Mm in-depth research ever. They are the Forks Over Knives people. Got it. And um, Plant Pure America, I think. Plant Pure, or Plant Mm -hmm. Pure America was their follow-up documentary. And a lot of that actually took place in Kentucky. Oh. Um, it's really embarrassing for the state because the state congressmen all stand up and make these really ignorant comments about like cows and milk and just like old timers and farmers and you know Um, but yeah so I started doing more research and to me like my mind was blown and I had done so much research on the other side like I had read Dr. Perlmutter's Brain Maker and Mm -hmm. Grain Brain and to Mm -hmm. me it was like Wow, his when I read his books, like I'm convinced that's the way. But when I read Colin Campbell's books, like I'm convinced that's the way. Uh, yeah.
1: So like ideally
2: I would love to see them both in like Well, you a could debate. just
0: decide, right? I mean, you can just like pick and choose
2: from each of them. For sure. well, but they're like so opposing. Oh, like Okay. Like, Pearl Mutter is like yeah. strong he doesn't call it keto, but basically like your gut and your brain thrives on like 30 carbs a day. Okay. Yeah. And they're both so smart and, like, both of their arguments are so educated that you believe them when you're reading it. But then it's, like, to me there was just more evidence the plant-based way. Yeah. And I think this is just such,
0: again, a good testament of, like, there are so many different camps of, like, what you should be eating, how you should be eating. And I think really you just, like, have almost as, like, tiresome. And this is exactly what no one wants to do. It's a trial and error. For sure. Like, just asking people, like, questions on our Instagram, like, what to ask you and talking to my friends about, like, what would you want to know? People want to be told what to do. It's oh, that? yeah. Of get course. Me a, what snacks can I have? What, you know, what is a, what's a easy breakfast? Like, people just want to be told and it's, like it doesn't, like, work that way. And but that's specifically why I s-
2: don't write meal plans for people because they get, so if I told you to eat chicken and broccoli for lunch, yeah. they'd be like, chicken and broccoli, and broccoli that's all like that's have. all i can eat when really you could eat turkey and cauliflower sure. for the same thing right it's like you need a protein a that you know like that makes more sense but
0: but it, i think when it just it seems so overwhelming too If Absolutely. like you're just someone that's like i want to be healthy and it's like do i eat high fat and low but carb do i not eat meat do i you know it's if just, you're not
1: at all in this realm or if you're not educated or if you're just starting out yeah you have fucking questions to her yeah. point look how much Right. I, mean, just I mean, that's why we have professional, absolutely competitive research. There is out there. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that's like, so
2: for me, like you have to be ready to open your mind to the information. I think, um, you know, mainstream marketing is going to tell you one message and you just everyone needs to do their own research. You need to like, be discerning individuals, <laughs> discerning human beings. You absolutely. can't just
0: take anything that's thrown at you.
2: And especially that. I'm so glad you said that because like the headlines, like the latest headline from that harvard researcher about coconut oil is poison
0: i'm so happy that you got <laughs> up because it was
1: literally a question that was we it? got oh my is god coconut oil this poison? to that person <laughs> so through multiple articles not getting an actual conversation so
2: i have not read the full article by this <laughs> no, guy I, like won't give it the it time of day oh my oh was it okay <laughs> it was so i haven't read the full article however i just people like when you see headlines like that first of all drama like come on like steer away from the drama anyway but like always look at who paid for the research yeah exactly like I can't tell you how many things I've seen like eggs are the most like the best food of all time and then at the bottom paid for by Eglin's best yeah 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 yeah. of course
0: (laughs) yeah and not to say that eggs aren't great but yeah yes to your point totally it's like
2: yeah it's insane so you have to do your own research i think you have to be open-minded because had i met myself three years ago i would make so much fun of me oh yeah now like preaching a plant-based but really like for me i don't try to push it on anyone like i'm just like nutrition first like Mm -hmm. how much nutrition can you get into your body like when i go out yeah i'm eating french fries and something else like i'm gonna live my life but like nutrition first yeah
0: what's your favorite restaurant in cincinnati
2: Oh God, oh that's so hard. Um, I recently—I'll tell you—I recently went to Forno, and I'm yes, I saw. Oh my God, I've only been once, but like, holy shit, that pizza I think was better than any I had in Italy.
0: So, I mean, you're not eating? Are you eating cheese?
2: Oh, okay. So I should get to that. Yeah. Um. So I. I'm probably ninety percent vegan. Yeah. So I cook all entirely vegan for myself, but when I'm at a restaurant yeah. or if someone is cooking for me, I'll be vegetarian. Okay.
1: Cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically,
2: yeah, yeah. Basically, I don't want to be that person at a restaurant that's like giving the waiter a hard right, time. Like, right. tell me everything that's in here. Leave this out, sub this, do this. Like I just oh, don't want to be person. difficult. I am that person. You are that person.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, no. Hey, I, everyone I I, have I mean if your you own I, it, yeah, yeah, I tell yeah, the server. All right. Are you ready for this? Like you're not gonna like
0: me. <laughs> oh my gosh okay I want I do want to get to some of the listener questions okay, and then just some questions that I have for you too that I'm just dying to know um okay so as quickly as we can which like I don't know how quickly know, we I'm can sorry I'm long with no 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 you're fine how much is alcohol actually slowing us down in terms of like fitness i'm assuming this listener is oh my gosh referring to so
2: much you should join the six week fall back into fitness challenge at orange Siri because i've got a whole week on alcohol no but um so basically <laughs> alcohol, is viewed, <laughs> <You> <laughs> like, <laughs> alcohol read, is viewed alcohol is viewed as a toxin to your body <laughs> yeah. so yeah, per I know. when you're looking at calories it's seven calories per gram for alcohol but there's zero nutrition from it but because it's viewed as a toxin when you ingest alcohol your body goes to that first. So it's going to stop digest, digesting the meal that you are eating with the alcohol. It's I'm gonna stop digesting that I just had. the meal that you ate earlier in the day. I'm
0: gonna digest my white claw that I'm drinking right now. Okay, so Absolutely. what I'm
2: hearing is stop eating. Yeah. Start, <laughs> start drinking. <laughs> <laughs> but so basically so this is what this is what happens in college. So you eat all day. Yeah. You eat dinner with drinks. Yeah. Then you come home and late night eat. Yeah. Then you wake up. You might still be a little drunk in the morning and, and you're going eat. for brunch. Yeah. Yeah. All that food plus the stored fat you're trying to burn off has yeah. not even been touched because yeah. there's still alcohol in your system. Yeah.
0: Listener, fuck you for asking <laughs> this, but but I, but reach out kn- to me if you want to know more. no know. <laughs>
1: Nobody but we, wants I, to know more. There's a really terrible uh, article that is you know, surfacing the web right now and there's there's enough research behind it that not even a drink a day is considered oh, good I've seen for that. you anymore. Yeah, no, I know. But like
2: tomorrow it's gonna be like red wine, it's gonna boost your yeah, brain. No, I exactly I, I know,
0: and it's probably it hundred percent is my biggest vice. I'm just like not in a place right
2: now to Well stop. and for me too, like I fully preach everything in moderation. So yeah. like yes. I get really drunk at times, yeah. but I don't go home after work and drink a white claw yeah. every day. So, yeah. like when I'm drinking, I'm drinking, but like you gotta do a cost benefit analysis yeah, for your drinking, for sure. Like, is it gonna outweigh? That's yeah, because otherwise, I'd rather have a sweet potato muffin yeah. than the alcohol. No, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Okay, but okay. You can have
0: both. Oh, so you you could do. You can absolutely do whatever the fuck you want to do. Um, what are your thoughts on? caffeine like before a workout especially on like an empty stomach or like fasted cardio
2: workout like do you have any opinions on that so i always train fasted um always always almost always so wednesdays actually i take a noon class at orange theory and it's really hard for me to make it to noon so sometimes i eat before it but like i feel best working out first thing in the morning Mm -hmm. so like it just happens that way Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and now i'm to the point where my body's so trained to that i that's how i feel best if there's food in my stomach i just feel really heavy Mm -hmm. um but i drink bcaa's during my workout which helps preserve muscle mass wait
0: that was exactly what i was gonna ask yes because
2: do not train fasted without bcaa's okay what is a bcaa (laughs)
0: how do we consume them what's your favorite where do we give us the
2: rundown okay so bcaa's are branched chain amino acids Mm -hmm. they're the building blocks of protein but they don't have any calories in the supplement unless you get one with sugar in it okay um they ultimately, when you're sipping on it, it helps. Like those amino acids go to your muscles, so that your body's not saying, "Oh, we have nothing to eat," because your body's going to burn muscle before it's going to burn fat. Uh-huh. So it preserves the muscle and helps your body use the fat as fuel. It's not a fat burner in yeah. any way, but that's just like kind of how the science works. Okay. Um, it can also help with like endurance and just stamina. So when do we need to drink them? Like so if, if we're if you're doing a cycling class, if you're doing orange theory, if you're doing.
0: A wait, let like, you know, so you could workout.
2: drink like eight ounces or so before your workout. I probably naturally do that just like from taking my vitamins in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, but I sip on them in workout. So during my workout, okay. it's in my water. OK. Yeah. And then it's also good. You could have it. So a couple ways to supplement with it. You could have it right after your workout if you know you're not going to be able to get a meal for a while. OK. Like to help preserve your muscle, too. OK. Do you have a brand that you like? Um, well, I like MRMs because it also has glutamine in it, which helps with muscle recovery Ooh, and yeah. digestion and your gut health and all of that. Oh yeah. Um, I also like extend, they don't have added glutamine in it, but I like their great flavor. And for MRM, I like the lemonade and the watermelon flavor. Okay. We'll tag this in the yeah. Instagram I have
0: a post too. So hit me Oh up. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So what is, what do your workouts look like? you know an an ideal week of workouts for you i know you're doing orange theory but what else are you doing
2: um so honestly my main workout is lifting yeah um i finally have gotten back to that like back into my routine not as strict as i was but where do you go where do you lift i lift at better bodies in northern kentucky okay the ymca downtown oh and i'm current now that i just moved to east walnut hills i'm looking for one over here but i haven't found it yet okay I like, just I can't, go to, I can't go to LA Fitness. I can't go to LA Fitness. No,
0: no, yeah, I, mean, I know. Me neither. Me neither. I'm like, I'm like so on the on the cliff of
2: getting a gym membership. I don't have a gym, I don't have a gym membership right now. <laughs>
0: no.
2: I need Love a strength coach. Anyway. Anyway, um, so I lift three to four times a week, just mm-hmm. depending on the week, and then I do Orange Theory two to three times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, so you I mean any
0: yoga or anything like that.
2: I have really fallen off my yoga. I am a 500-hour yep. yoga instructor, yeah. and I have really fallen off my yoga practice yeah. aside from teaching. Different seasons in your life. Call yeah, for different I'm, I, that's definitely it. Like, I'm in a different season. Yeah. I try to add it in, and I probably will as it gets colder, but because it's hot, yeah. like, I'm pitta, the Ayurvedic pitta. Like, oh. I have so much fire in me that, like, my body just couldn't take the heat in mm-hmm. the summer. Yeah. When you're lifting, are you doing, like,
0: What's, like, your rep count? Like, are you doing heavy, low, mat, you know, what does that look like?
2: So I, so I train legs twice a week, and then I'll train just, a like joint, upper body, like, mm-hmm. focusing mainly on shoulders and back um, twice a week. Mm-hmm. And I typically make one day heavier, so, like, 6 to 10 reps, and then one day lighter with higher reps, so, like, 15 to 25. Cool. Yeah. So
1: you're doing a little mix of
0: both. That's yeah. How awesome. do you know what to do? Do you make up your own workouts?
2: Oh yeah. I mean, oh. I've trained with well, mean, like <laughs> I trained with a strength coach oh, yeah. for 4 years and I'm a personal trainer. <laughs> I
0: it mean, it's sense. always <laughs> great
2: to have someone write your workouts for you. I would like
0: Yeah, that's what I need. Yeah.
2: I will I can totally Come to get the gym myself gym with me. To a gym. I, As that's a favor Ellen, that's, to where, us where, I'm and going. Our that's where I'm going with this. Will
1: you write us at least one workout? <laughs> sure. That the listeners can do. That we can share.
2: Absolutely. And we're going to and you're going to lift fucking heavy. Yeah. So that is the key when it comes to lifting. So people say they don't get results from lifting. You're not going heavy enough. I say this over the mic. It be uncomfortable and painful. Oh, my God. Like I say break this over down the, the mic muscle. so much <laughs> at Orange Theory. Those <laughs> last two to three reps yeah. should be hard to do with good form. Like, yeah. when I am dead lifting heavy, I, I'm in cardio. Like, my Fitbit, yep. red cardio. Like, you, it's, t- it's hard. It's yeah. tiring. And that is the only way you're going to see the benefit is if you are heavy enough that you break down the muscle fibers. Right right yeah that makes sense so then but I've also like uh, we we did Pilates last week I've been oh, trying yeah. to add that in like every now and then for like lengthening because yes. Yes. when I lift so much and then running right like I hate running yeah I only do it at Orange Theory because someone's pushing me and it's yeah. short and quick but all in all I hate running no I, and it hurts my body well I'm dealing with once again, plantar
0: fasciitis. Oh, Listeners, God. if you have any remedy, I'm rolling it out on a ball every single night, at least two minutes. I think it's helping, but that's why I'm biking. Like I can't yeah. I can't run right now. So I don't know where I was going with that, but basically I'm gonna come is lift hard. with you. Running yeah. is hard. <laughs> that's probably oh, plain, why I, I like Pilato. <laughs> um we talked about this it's more it's so much more of just like a
2: opener. Right. Like you feel so Great. After yeah, for me, it's of. never going to be a workout. Yeah, but I feel like my hips yeah. feel open, yes. and I feel taller. Yeah, and it's just and great. I mean your
0: core. I mean, at some places too, like your core yeah. will
2: totally be on fire for sure. Which, I like, mean, there are hard you. moments. Yeah. I don't mean to take away from that. Yes, yes, yes. But like, I would never leave there and be like, I'm done for. The yeah, life. yeah, yeah. No, That's totally. That's just my own mental state. Yes. <laughs> no,
0: I hear you. Okay, our last question, Ellen. What does being fit
2: mean to you? being fit to me means that I just feel good. Like period. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) I mean, and that's mentally, that's physically, that's emotionally. Like this is why I like fitness has been a way to like mentally release for me for Mm -hmm. so long. And then when I got into bodybuilding, like it was just amazing to see like how you could sculpt your body Mm -hmm. any way that you wanted If you put in the work and it's like, Like, that just makes you feel good about yourself. Like, you're in control. Any insecurities that you have, like, yeah, it might. It's not going to happen overnight, but you could literally change your body. Mm -hmm. And, like, that changes your mind. That changes your confidence. Yeah. And then, like, for me, like, I just want to be able to move. Like, Mm -hmm. I hate sitting. I don't want to sit still. Unless I'm, like, fully vegging. Like, I don't like to sit during the day.
0: Yeah, no, I I hear you there. It's hard. We've
2: talked about this before. It's hard to sit. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, just feeling good
0: yeah awesome amazing well thank you so much i feel like i could
2: talk to you for another hour but we will how's it been an hour already? Uh, oh my god
0: yeah you get in here and it time warps but thank you so much for coming on where can people follow you what's your blog where can, where are you
2: coaching all right so i'm um, mostly on social media on instagram so mm-hmm. it's ellen underscore whitney um, that's, I post a lot in my stories and I promise as I get back on the blog, there'll be more recipes there. Oh my gosh, you already have so many, I feel like. Yeah. But. And then, um, there's a link to my blog on there. My profile, it's healthtastesgood.co. C-O. Um, you can find me mostly at Orange Theory in mm-hmm. Newport. I'm the head coach there. I also teach bar, iron hour yoga at Moto Yoga. I teach yeah. yoga sculpt at the LB. Oh yeah. And is that? Is that everyone? I'm like, is that enough? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my know, gosh. I think that's it.
0: <laughs> Listeners, follow us on Insta at What The Fit Podcast. Slide into our DMs, thoughts, ideas, people you want to hear about in the fitness community. We want to hear from
1: you. Give us your feedback
0: if you want to work out, if you want to lift, if you want to go on a walk.
1: If you want to drink. We're still doing it. Yeah, we're, we're still doing it. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Rate and review. Thanks, guys.